Oh, hello, the internet. Wake up now. Wake up, y'all. Don't go to sleep just because the substitute's here. We still got learning to do, book reading to do. Uh, welcome, my students, to season 163, episode 5 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, if you forgot to read your uh, class syllabus, you will know that this is the podcast where we kick off the top of America's shitty skull, look into its shared consciousness, mm. get freaked out, put the skull back on, try and problem solve. And then, you know, just have a drink and maybe, and you know, And then copy off after. someone else's paper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And plus, <laughs> I'm not running your papers through any kind of search software, so plagiarism is allowed. And look, it's fine because it's Friday, December 11th, 2020. I guess 40 something days till January 20th. Uh, my name is Miles Gray, aka uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Miles Graytheon. Uh, and I'm thrilled <laughs> to be joined, as always, by my co host. That's what I'm just feeling, right? You know what I mean? Like when it's, it's you know what? me and the Jack Zamboni. Zap. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the Zam and Graytheon show. Uh, <laughs> please welcome Jamie Loftus. A.K.A. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Can't you see? Sometimes your pod's about Zambonis. Ooh. There. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and I, I just like, love I your was... icy ways. <laughs> Guess that's why the rink surface needs to be... I saved. I don't know. We're still wor- we're workshopping. You know, it's, it's substitute teacher energy. We'll figure it out in the lounge. You know, yeah. and take it to the lounge. Who was that from? Who hit you with that one? Uh, who? It was. It was a collaborative effort. Let me find. I, I need to find who did it. But it was someone did a version of that, and then another person replied, "You should have included the word Zamboni." Yeah, that. Ha- it's funny <laughs> when I watch the AKAs be formed in real time, like collaboratively. Um, yeah, you love to see. It was it was a collab, and it was a bit of a scold. And uh, let me find out who did that. Oh, I keep closing the windows that I'm supposed to keep open. Um, it's from Kevin Amend and Bag of Trips. It was a collaborative okay. effort. Kevin came in with the suggestion. Bag of Trips responded by saying, where the fuck is the Respect word Respect the Zamboni lore. Uh, you fuck. And then All right, Kevin well, replied, fuck. So thanks to both of them. <laughs> like they knew. It was like, oh. Fuck. Like, that's how I read that fuck as <laughs> yeah, a tweet. exactly. Like, not like fuck, but like, fuck. You're right. It was I a whole, everyone up. was vibing in their replies. It was We good. love it. We love it. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our guests, let's just, let's, let's tip our hat to what we got on the docket today. Yeah. Uh, just a quick, the White House, the gross ass White House will be fully clean before the new old guy moves in. Uh, mm-hmm. We're also hearing uh, that... You know, we heard of Joe Biden talk a lot about the science and stuff, and we'll see how he's doing with the mm-hmm. listening to science part of things. Uh, that was a big part of his campaign. Uh, we're also going to talk about this fucked up Facebook group for vacation enthusiasts, which is really something else. The Daily oh, Beast. I was like, are we of... going back to Mensa? I really don't have the constitution. <laughs> okay. I mean, different Facebook group. But it feels like they're all coming from like the same contrarian tree. At the very Same least, energy. like where it's saying it's va- about vacations, but the more you look, you're like, is this really about vacations and COVID or just this superiority complex? Or Facebook you can't group tell is me never nothing. what it's supposed to be about ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we're going to talk about some, some, you know, some deception going on at mm-hmm. Disney World, Disneyland, you know, some subterfuge happening uh, on the on the on their in their photographs, uh, as well as uh, just a, a touch with the new Zorro reboot, because there's you know it's the time it's the decade of reboots and it's it continues. Uh, right. But before we get to all that, we have to welcome our guest, someone who was quite literally going to be on the show uh, in mid March, 
And then right at the last minute was like emailed us and was like, you know, uh, I'm actually, you know, I'm from the UK and I'm thinking it probably better for me to go home, you know, given this seems like this pandemic thing is happening. But we got her back. Thank the Lord. Uh, please welcome. Oh, just one of our favorite people to talk to. Uh, our favorite Norwegian oh. Scottish person, Katya Kaving. <laughs> welcome. You're Norwegian, oh, right? You. That was I got it right. Yeah, Did I yeah. Get the mix right? Yeah, okay, Norwegian sure. American. Born Norwegian in American. London, grew up in Scotland. Scotland. Family what from I, here. Family from there. You got the whole Benetton family. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> the chances are I could say any smattering of countries, and it would probably resonate with you. So yeah, I was once introduced on stage as the. Um, the Irish, Canadian, Swedish girl. I was like, so close. Wow. <laughs> so close, but not quite. <laughs> just ever so slightly. Edge to the left. <laughs> yeah, just turn your globe by one degree and yeah, the right, and right countries will line up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so funny. Yeah. Oh, well, what's new? Are you, are you in Europe at the moment? I'm in London right now, yep. Um, Shout out to London. London, yes, it's nice to be here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like sometimes when I've been in the UK for a while, like uh, hearing you guys speak like with your American accents, like it feels like such a, a comfort that I miss so much, like that LA, I don't know, just Being that, around. that What's energy. What's up, Katya? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's just like such a different culture in the UK. I just had an audition today where I had to get someone in the UK to read with an American accent because this was like, UK morning time, which mm -hmm. everyone in LA that I would know would be asleep. Mm -hmm. And it was so hard to find someone that could do an American accent. And I put a thing out on Instagram asking, can anyone? And it ended up being such a fun thing. Oh, great. And now my phone's ringing. <laughs> so whimsical, that phone <laughs> ring, though. Is, I know. Like, yeah, this is British phones. Oh, oh wow. Chim -chim 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 I have to there. wait until the other person in the other room answers it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I actually it. just um, signed with an LA manager, and while he was, uh, we were doing our Zoom meeting, deciding like if we should um, like work together. Um, his kids came in on the meeting as he was like trying to be like, "Yeah, I'd like to work with you." And it reminded me of that like video that went viral of like the journalist and they, oh yeah, who's like in Korea. In and they like <laughs> pull. yeah, that literally happened. The kid's nanny was like, "No!" Like Get pulling in. the kids. In. Uh, yeah, it happened. Um, but in no, it's, it's really Zooms. nice to speak to you guys. Of it's course. It's so nice um, to talk to you too. It's I truly I cannot I I can't recall the last time I've heard anyone say they missed hearing an American accent. That's so <laughs> Right. I was like, wow. Especially the last couple of years, especially. Yeah. I was um, like, I feel like we're Yeah. We're I think is, is well, my dad's American, tour? so there's like right. a comfort. It's like a familial sure. comfort. But I, mm. I know there is that cliche. But I think now more like when we see Americans in the UK, we're kind of like, are you guys OK? I know you've had a rough four yeah. years. Because, <laughs> yeah, we're like the trash, like losers. Like everyone's like, oh, man, like it was a lie this whole time. Those poor bastards. Uh, they like, had a rough you okay? ride. You know, your yeah. country's actual dog shit. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you knew this whole time. It's like, well, some of us did. And we were the ones that yeah. they were calling radical or whatever. But yeah. Um, how has the sort of pandemic been treating you from the lens of being in Europe and your own experience? Well, so like you said, I was meant to do your podcast and then um, Trump was saying that he was going to ban anyone leaving the country. So I was like, oh, got to get out of here. Um, right. so, um, so I booked the flight back to the UK within like a week's notice or something. And I ended up catching coronavirus on the flight. There were oh, so many people coughing. Really? Yeah. So wild. <laughs> Yeah, God. and um, 
And I was in bed for two weeks sick. And then I got a concussion a week after I recovered. What? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like um, COVID for me, like I, I, like, I had all the breathing issues and pain in my kidneys and my whole body was just like wiped out. But I also felt kind of like a little disorientated. Like, <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but like, you know, like if you walk through a door, you walk in the middle. But for some reason, after having COVID for like a week or two, I would like, it was like my sense of direction was off and I would wow. like walk and just Whoa. my elbow would hit it. Mm -hmm. And then so one night I'd had the bathroom door closed, which I like never do. And I had like had just really good news the night before I went to bed. So I was like, I woke up in the morning just like so good, like so happy and smashed my face on the, um, the door because it was closed, which it never is. So yeah, then I was concussed for a week. And, Wait, that's how you concussed um, yourself? Was because you walked just in on the door because you had <laughs> a little the... bit of the fog from COVID. Wow, for sure, yeah, yeah. And God. then, um, and then I had that long COVID. Um, yeah, so I st unfortunately I've still had like, um, yeah, chest pains and kidney stuff. But um, mm -hmm. apart from that, like it comes in waves. Like right now, I feel completely fine. And and then I was fine like a few months ago, and then every now and then I'm like, oh god, fuck, this has right. never happened before. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. So yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, just trying to, yeah, eat healthy, do what I can. Um, yeah. And hope hope nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, a note to all of us that yeah, there's <laughs> there's no uh, no level of safety that we can take or, or precaution we can take when it comes yeah. to our Yeah, it's odd, yeah. yeah. So I actually got stuck up in Edinburgh during the lockdown in the UK um, and the mm. news articles were all just like, you know, like this is an apocalypse, the world's ending. And I was so glad that I was staying right by the ocean, like by the water, because I was kind of just like, I'd look out the window and be like, well, the waves are still waving, like life finds right. a way. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it was like, that was like super The goals calming. are still here. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's like I can't get those LA edibles, so it's like I've got my UK ways. <laughs> right. Oh. I mean, yeah. If you need a yeah, we do a, have that going for. If us. you want a bit of yeah. a snide package sent to you, let us know. Um, as we'll say, we'll leave that there because I'm not an international drugs trafficker, um, or am right. I? Right. <laughs> Who's just merely pretending to be a podcast host? The most uninteresting action film you've ever seen. The worst uh, long con you've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, of. What does he do? He's like, oh, he's he's dodgy. He sends edibles to people in Scotland. You guys got Iron Brew the last time I was on the podcast, so yeah. you had it from, <gasps> from We had Scotland the brew. Yeah, we had to have yeah. the Iron Brew, which delicious, like bubblegum. Yeah. You know? yeah Shout totally. out to the brew. Uh, okay, yeah. well, Katya, let's, let's dive in a little bit with you and uh, see what's going okay. on with you. What's something from your okay. search history that's revealing about who you are or who you have become? Yes. Or who you Ooh. have been. Who have become. Yes. Who have been. Ooh. Who you're leaving behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So this kind of answers all of them. Um, so I recently, I just looked at it today. Most, all my searches just the last few weeks have been like, and it will literally just be like one name. It would be like Jennifer Aniston, Melania Trump, Olivia <laughs> Coleman, Miley Cyrus. And that's all it is, is just different names of celebrities, which I think any detective would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's because I've been filming a bunch of um, impressions videos and okay. um, I did like a video doing a bunch of uh, like different voices and stuff. And I just sometimes would just literally Google the name to be like, oh yeah, that's how they hold their mouth or that's how, <laughs> how their shoulders are or that's like how I should do their makeup. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, my search history is just like one name, random celebrity <laughs> who who's um, been the most difficult person to uh do an impression of 
I actually or was like going to try of your new do... ones. Because, I mean, you're a really solid impressionist, so I'm curious yeah, of, like, oh, what you fine. struggle with. Um, I just tried... If you struggle, well, so it's I wrong filmed this. <laughs> I filmed this 26 Voices video, and I ruined my voice the next day, and I was just, like, then trying to film a video doing Mariah Carey, and I was like, ah! Like, there was no way it was going to happen. <laughs> like, I just yeah, had no a whistle day. Yeah, yeah, there was just no way I could reach that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think there's just like and, and men. I find it hard to like be sound sound like a man sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only I could do men, then I could do everyone. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Um, I yeah, for sure. Like if there's someone that I haven't tried out yet, then it's kind of just trying to find the hook and um, mm-hmm. what's the kind of angle or who am I gonna right? Yeah, how am I gonna? do this person that 26 voice. voices when i remember people like a lot of uh friends were passing around at the time oh really you know yeah because oh, cool. this shit went viral you know legit viral that oh, video cool. that was so good it was oh yeah like, it was yeah, great and i was like oh that's katya and they're like what do you mean they're like oh that's the homie fool you don't know like, she <laughs> yeah, came on my podcast before covid coronavirus <laughs> we almost hung out in london during the world cup <laughs> yeah. but our schedules didn't line up <laughs> yeah. they're like so do you have proof i'm like well i have maybe if i look at my old text messages you might see <laughs> yeah. something i was saying i'm like going to you know brixton or something but um yeah it was uh, a yeah, every time I do this podcast, you always bring that up. Like we almost hung out. Almost, in <laughs> almost. I know yeah. it was just uh, there was yeah. It, I think well, it would have been fun because of the World it's Cup, so and I think we were going to catch an England match. We, yeah, and that would be fun. But for some reason, in my memory, I for some reason have this memory of seeing you in London. But I totally that didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> almost, almost. This uh, is now a misconnections podcast. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but we squarely know each other very well. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, darn it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I actually bumped into Jack um, at um, where, where was it? The Grove. Um, oh, one right. time, yeah. yeah. When I before I left town, actually, yeah. and I rode oh um, that trolley with him and his kids, <laughs> the, the cart that goes through the grove. <laughs> I don't know why the image of Jack at the Grove is so funny to me. It is, but picturing Jack at the Grove makes me laugh. Well, because we all think of Jack Aww. as like not just going to the Grove, like in in our minds, he's like reading books or like yes, researching exactly. stuff. <laughs> Not yeah, doing the exactly. hyper consumer shit, like being like, "Oh, I had to go to Yankee Candle Company." Like, no, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jack loitering outside of a, a cheesecake a factory. Cart. Like, it makes sense and it doesn't. Well, yeah, because yeah, he's more. Definitely. He has like his head in like the serious shit. Like the most jokey thing definitely. I can see him doing is like, "Yo, I caught him at that Mountain Dew con." It's like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's more like on brand for him. But like the Grove on a trolley? No, no. The no. Grove on a trolley. Not wow. our Jack. Uh, we need to paint that. That's funny. <laughs> the first time I actually uh, met Jack was doing when he did Cracked, that podcast, mm-hmm. Cracked. Right. And we yeah. were actually talking about Mountain Dew, like how it's illegal in the UK. <laughs> I think it's still illegal. I'm not sure. But because of there's like so many products in the UK that aren't allowed, that are, right. sorry, that are legal in America, but mm-hmm. aren't allowed in the UK because of the contents. And right. how they're bad and for the, you. <laughs> what's funny is like the stuff in the EU and UK that we can't get here is because we'd rather upcharge people for a prescription and not have it over the counter. Yeah. Like that's yeah, like the 100%. fucked up part. Like on yeah, yeah. the other side, the it's like, no, we don't side. want people to have yellow number five die in Europe because yeah. it's not good for you. And the US is like, hold on, man. Is that is that cold medicine going to actually knock your fucking cold out? Yeah, oh no yeah. no no! Yeah, we, we can't that. have that. We can't. No, have no, no, that. no. That's too strong. That's too strong. You need to. You need to go through a, a an insurance company for that. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Stark differences. Katya, what is something that you think Wait. is underrated? Underrated. Um, 
Okay, so at the start of lockdown, um, I started learning Spanish on Duolingo because I was like, when I get back to LA, I want to be able to speak Spanish. Okay. And, um, and I'm actually loving it. I'm now on a 233-day streak, like a total nerd. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. I've been doing it the whole time. And um, I mean, I, I don't know. I keep telling people that I'm doing du- Duolingo and everyone's like, that's rubbish. Like you're not going to learn anything. And I'm so, I can't believe how much Spanish I've learned from it. But then anytime mm-hmm. someone tries to have a conversation with me, all I can think of is, yo como manzanas, which is I eat apples. <laughs> like that's the like, thing is like, Ooh. I get too nervous because I've not had it in conversation. But yeah. on the app, I'm like a whiz. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. ¿por qué leíste Duolingo? Sí, yo <laughs> aprende. Eh, mm. Pero yo no. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I mean, full disclosure, I had to use Google Translate to ask you why do why did you choose Duolingo? <laughs> oh yeah, because you know this is a babble show. Uh, when yeah. we talk oh, about it? learning foreign languages, you know, there's an embargo on. I'm a, Ros- I'm a Rosetta Stonehead. I'm old school. <laughs> oh, Call me really? old fashioned, but I use the old. No, I don't. No, I joking. don't know anything. I I don't know anything. And, I, and all my, my Spanish problem. is secondhand, just from osmosis. I'm I'm. It's funny because I I have the Babbel app that I'm trying to learn more Spanish with, but I just can't get my street going. Yeah, I know. It, that was the exact same as me. But 233 I, I days friend. is wicked. I know. That's I can't amazing. believe it. That's like all of lockdown? Yeah, so the only way I've managed to do it is first thing when I wake up, I it's the first thing I do. Otherwise, I just I would never be wow. able to keep a day streak because you just do other things and you just get lose track of time. Yeah, I know. I can't mm-hmm. believe yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably the only thing I've ever managed to do for that long in my life. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. Like Wait, why Spanish? <laughs> was just because of LA, or did you have any other connections with Spanish throughout uh, your life? I went to Mexico in January, actually, right before lockdown, and yeah, that's um, one connection. I love mm-hmm. Mexico, um, but also I love tacos and Mexican food so much. But when I was in LA, I was so embarrassed because I asked for. It's like the pork, but a certain type of pork begins with a C, which I can't remember. Carnitas? And I asked Carnitas. But mm. I always forget what it is. And I accidentally said, Can I have the pork quinceanera? And he was like, You want a party? Oh, <laughs> like, no! I know. <laughs> and after that, I was just like, Damn. Cool, so I need to learn Spanish now. Yeah, <laughs> but he found it hilarious. Roasted. Thank yeah. God. I know. I know. Thankfully, yeah. he was like really nice. But I'd be like, Yo, she said pork quinceanera. <laughs> like, You want a 15 year old pork dish that turned 15 years old and we're having a party oh, for it? My- God. I know. I was mortified. And that's when I was like, well, good yeah, for you. I mean, if I'm going to go to LA, I'm learning Spanish. <laughs> yeah. You got to have that. I mean, like, no Angelino can, can walk around with, you got to have some Spanish in the back pocket. Yeah. Because, yeah, for sure. that's good for you. Don't want to be one of these trash people who's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. They should have exactly. known what I meant. And you know yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. Right. Also, you, you internalize the guilt and now we're learning the entire language top yeah. to bottom. That's <laughs> you come back and you're speaking like Castilian and they're I like, I'm wait. sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's, we're, I really hope I see the same guy and I can just like wow him and and like just say like sing a Spanish song or something. Right. And then <laughs> like an like, apology is... poem. Right. It ends up backfiring. He's like, this felt very patronizing and offensive yeah, actually. Yeah, so I, um, I actually don't want to serve you anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's good. You know, shout out to anybody learning languages, especially like later on in yeah. life, because like it really does yeah, help yeah. your brain. Like you want to really keep does, that yeah. shit fresh. Like you got to do new I shit know. like that and test it. Definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Love, love hearing that. Uh, Katya, what's something yeah. that you think is overrated? Overrated. Um, I, 
I know some people, I know people love it, but I find Instagram Live a little bit overrated. Mm. Okay, so um, I just saw Pharrell, I'm just saying this because I literally just saw this. Um, Pharrell Williams went Instagram Live and I was like, oh my God, fuck, that's so cool. But for just 10 minutes, you just see, it's like that selfie angle <laughs> right. of just them mm-hmm. staring at their phone going, Shout out to Albania. <laughs> like, and it's just like, it's, And then, because the thing is, the videos get um, saved oh, on their profile. Yeah. So if you're ever going to watch that video again, it's like the worst 10 minutes it's of content so ever. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, um, yeah. I did an Instagram live. Like, it was the first time I'd ever done one. And I didn't realize that they were filmed. And then on the, uh, like, I thought it was kind of like doing a podcast type of thing where it's like, okay, it's done. It's out in the ether. No one will see. And he's like, yeah, cool. It's going to be in my profile. And suddenly I was like all self-conscious, like, oh, my God, like, that's there forever. And I just thought it was a fleeting moment. Mm. Um, yeah. my I wish I wish that people doing Instagram live shows would make we that we could all as a community make the rule that you just don't save it. Like, don't yeah. save right. it. I don't want people yeah, to see that, me that be like, Hello? Me. I delete this yeah. one when I did like on election day. Right. <laughs> Although I will say the only thing that I have heard that has been awesome from like this was a Facebook live I think was mm-hmm. um and this is just a story I heard but as far as I know there's this comic in LA Buddy uh Diaz I think I don't know if you guys oh, know Buddy Diaz. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um I heard that he had his laptop stolen and he was able to track where his laptop had been stolen and he went on Facebook live um <laughs> and they found out it was like some homeless people under a bridge had stolen it so as he was on Facebook live like to have witnesses he went and got his laptop back that's the oh. only time I've ever heard wow. of like an awesome Facebook live story yeah but aside from that I'm just like I don't want to see someone's selfie angle just staring at going oh hello Germany <laughs> like there do are not know that yeah the, the lives that are just purely like there there's a few different buckets I feel like there's one where people are like doing a show for people and like yeah. that's one version then there's like the like someone oh, yeah, actually going true. on no, a rant awesome ones. type ones yeah that are yeah. like tend to go viral when a celebrity's doing and then there are ones that are just so blatantly like for the person's ego where you're like you just went live <laughs> yeah. and are looking at yourself and then like <laughs> yeah. waving checking out your like looking at yourself it's- being like what mm-hmm. up it's, there are some it depends on when celebrities go live it so depends on who it is too because it's like you could end up with yeah, a Vanessa true. Hudgens situation or yeah. you could I someone who is fun when they go live and at least when I like two celebrities that I, I usually watch when they go live is Anthony Hopkins because he usually does <gasps> oh, yeah. uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins his, so, I'm so sorry Sir Anthony Hopkins uh-huh. he's got his cat on top of his piano and he just goes hello <laughs> Like he's just <laughs> playing songs. It's very peaceful. And then Lakeith Stanfeld does very chaotic Instagram lives where he will like have fans like request to join and then he'll just talk to them. Oh, like, that's nice. And yeah. so there was, I watched this really, it went on forever. And I'm like, I wonder if everyone, I don't know. I just had this shared memory with whoever was watching that. But there was like a woman in Oregon who was like, Lakeith, I want to show you my chicken farm. And he was like, okay. And then it was this long, like she couldn't find the chickens. And I think he wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to go. But he kind of felt bad. And so he's like, Aww. no, find the chickens. And it went on forever. 
That's also funny, funny too. And you're like, oh, Lakeith's a good dude for letting this go on, but you're kind of like, just end it for like, everyone's sake, I know. though. We're all like, Lakeith, get rid of Chicken Lady. We're done yeah, with her. Do not. It's, it's it's hard being a merciful god when you're trying to make content. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. it really is. Now we're saying this. I feel like every time I talk about like underrated and overrated, by the time we've discussed it, I'm like, actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> well, no, I think I think what you're talking about the Pharrell being like, shout out to random yeah, countries or whoever's putting idea. flag emojis in it. It's like. What is the point of that? Because yeah. if, I'm a huge Pharrell fan. Um, yeah, same. But like, because I love the Neptunes, like all the music they made is like just, I'm just stuck in my brain. Like I would, if he goes live, I'm like, please give me some insights. Please reveal something. Mm. Don't just yeah, like wave or so be like, true. yo, yeah, check out so the true. new Adidas collab I did with Louis Vuitton. I'm like, well, <laughs> like, no. come on, bro. Like, give me some fucking facts, some information. Yeah. Yeah, uh, also, not he that looks incredible any better, for his age. Like he's one of those people that people suspect he's a vampire just because he yeah. hasn't aged. Yeah, I know him and Mario Lopez. You know, him, Mar- know. Exactly. Mario Lopez, Paul Rudd. They they all have yeah. some Paul Rudd. arrangement. When you think that him and Joe Buck from Fox Sports are were classmates, <laughs> you're like, damn fool, y'all are like on opposite ends now. We're like Joe Someone Buck is like, isn't he like an bet. old man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone lost a bet. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into some stories after this. And we're back. And let's uh let's I guess bring our attentions over to the White House as we you know, for all the talk of like is what's Trump gonna do? It seems like he was the pl- logistically looks like he will physically leave Washington, D.C. Like all the movements we're seeing in his own world and preparations being made in either direction. It seems like that's happening, although we don't know what he's still capable of because the the lawsuit uh, track is definitely being extinguished fully. And okay, yeah. it, curious to know what now he's going to resort to to try and upend the election, which is a whole other discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. which we will only probably see uh, play out horrifically in real time over the next couple of weeks. But who knows? Uh, he may he may lose the appetite and just go to Russia because it seems like they're offering him a way out. Uh, but anyway, with that said, really? he has. Yeah, yeah, we were talking on yesterday's what? show about how Russian state media is basically openly extending an invitation and saying the government should actually offer him asylum because he will be prosecuted in the United States. <gasps> They're literally wow. like, do you want to be our new? We have a job position open for Rasputin for right. 21st no century Rasputin way. if you care to roll through. 21st century oh Rasputin, man. Uh, there is comes in on a skateboard cool. <laughs> and it's Donald Trump. You're like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, uh, no, yeah, my brain is dust. It is one of those things. And like we were saying yesterday, Jamie, like he'd be way more effective as a like tool of propaganda if he's fully enveloped in Russia, like by whatever yeah. they need, because from there he can they'd be like, we have him here and he sends messages to them there. And it's actually the most effective thing we've ever had or cultivated, actually, yeah. because they tried mm-hmm. it with. You know, Steven Seagal, and we all just ignored him, unfortunately. I think they took a big swing thinking like, well, if Steven Seagal is an honorary, you know, uh, Russian of repute, uh, something will happen. But it didn't. Yeah. But either way, the White House itself uh, in the moment while we were speaking is a grimy cesspit that is probably grimier than a rave porta potty. Um, and with all like the anti-science, anti-handwashing, non-mask wearing nonsense that goes on in their daily Yes, if I were the person who was moving in next, I would I would want power more wash th- it. 
Yo, like burn it the fuck down, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Is that an option? Can we go take it to the fucking studs on this thing? Honestly, yeah, it would it would be cathartic to see it. I mean, I think for everybody. Everyone. It would be nice. Yeah, you to need see like an burn. exterminator, all the power. You know, honestly, I it. feel like that might help everybody feel good. Like yeah, I think yeah. everyone might bring their own thing. Like if you're a just straight lib, you want to be like, yeah, fuck Trump's White House. You're a Trumper being like, yeah, Joe Biden can't live there. If you're a little more like on the left, you're like, man, that shit was built by slaves and is bullshit. Get that shit out of yeah. here. You know, like there's everybody would uh, rejoice, but we we digress. Uh, I and think they're just gonna call Ecolab. Hey, we'll just throw, we'll like- just throw out the idea. You know, if anyone wants to uh, wants to do it, you know, we're doing. We- you hey, know, Joe Biden, we're open to it. We're open to it. Hey, Joe Biden. Could we get a... We get someone we with like a sage stick, a California sage stick, just like, this needs some better positive energy. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I mean, it would make sense because that's already like cultural appropriation. So to, on on top it's of true. that, within the White House, like, let's layer it on. Oh, I just want someone can. to take a flamethrower to Melania's Christmas decorations. Like, there's so many <laughs> beautiful possibilities yeah. here. Right, that's cathartic. You know, like, everyone can come in and beat the shit out of the White House however they want to. It's like, look, you get a sledgehammer in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, do whatever the fuck you want. And then we'll <laughs> we'll just do it like that to kind of begin some kind of cathartic process for people. Uh, but so... One of the strongest indications now that he will be leaving is that there's this whole story that Team Bynan is going to disinfect the fuck out of the White House before they move in. Uh, in this political article, they're talking about Biden's transition team will have the White House fully cleaned by General Service uh, Services Administration staffers hours after Trump leaves the building. A spokesperson for the GSA told Politico uh, that the staffers will, quote, thoroughly clean and disinfect every area of the east and west wings that people have touched, including furniture and doorknobs. And a private contractor will also be brought in for, quote, disinfectant misting services. Um, I mean, fair enough. You know? Yeah. Why not? No matter where you fall on Biden, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You, no one's being like, yeah, I would clean the fuck out of that, too. Like, no one. Yeah, that seems yeah. an across-the-board thing. Uh, you want it clean after seeing how these people have been operating in there. He's got to live yeah. there. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Would they you should do one of those shows, you know, where they like black out the lights and then use like a UV say. light and just like, look at all these oh. stains. Here's all if his you piss. Take a black light. Oh my God. Yeah, black light. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I couldn't, <laughs> like, no. I'll be like re traumatized just all over again. Yeah. Like, like, dude, it's, I feel it's like enough. there'd just be like a Trump mark, like a Trump body. Or like shape. an outline. Just riddled on the outline. It's like, all right, hit me with it. Oh, yeah, boy. like a spray tan marks just all on the world. Yeah. Oh. God, brutal. <laughs> They're like, yeah, the, we have to actually throw everything out that human skin has touched in this place, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, you know all, what? All of, I, was, I was hoping for the best, but we do have to burn it down. There's just yeah, no other way. Unforch. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, a, a lot of this is coming on the uh, like the suggestions, I think, of the you know accepted <laughs> medical knowledge in the world. But Nicole Laurie who is one of Biden's COVID-19 advisors, uh, was basically saying that like this operation in the White House will, quote, be the polar opposite of what you're seeing now in terms of like mm-hmm. you, will, you will need to wear masks. Like we will be socially distancing. We actually acknowledge that there's a pandemic. But it's interesting to hear that and using a line from a COVID-19 advisor about what is best because, you know, we're all we're always going to take a look at what is actually happening with the Biden administration because the stakes are very high right now. And as we were saying, as we pinched our noses to go to the polls just to sort of give a slight 
uh, delayed a auto, an autocracy in this country. Um, mm-hmm. He kept saying, I'll listen to the scientists. The science will guide what we do with this pandemic. I will listen. And people are like, fuck yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we look around at the countries that are doing better, you're like, it's because they the, the, the leaders of the country said, we acknowledge that we don't know anything about this. That's why we are consulting the people who it's their, you know, their bag, their mm-hmm. expertise uh, to tell us about this. Yeah. So, you know, for the last nine months, I will say that experts have said that a lockdown truly is one of the only ways that we can get the virus to a manageable level since mm-hmm. Americans especially literally don't know how to act. Um, we just there's no sense of duty to each other in this country. Unfortunately, the culture is too much about the self that self, yeah. we mm-hmm. it's 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 a very uniquely fucked up American way of handling things. And Dr. Michael Osterholm, who has been a very outspoken of uh, like, you know, expert on all of this, who has been really like great to listen to because he's probably one of the clearest people. He doesn't mince his words. He likes to be very direct and like let people know how bad it can be, why it can get that bad and realistically what needs to be done. He was yeah. advocating for four to six week shutdowns um, along with the yeah. government and many other experts saying we need like a four to six week shutdown and you should actually pay people so they can stay at home. That way we yeah. can achieve maximum compliance because right now we're doing this thing where it's like, well, stay inside. But also, like, if you can't work, that's not my problem, but you better stay inside mm-hmm. and don't ask me for a fucking dime. What do you think I am, the government that you pay taxes mm-hmm. to and I'm supposed to fucking help you out on behalf? No, mm-hmm. fuck that. That's the weird situation we're in. And Right. It's like, oh, wait, that shit that people have been asking for from literally moment one, like, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's back now? Cool. Yeah. Wait, so- can I just check, sorry, as the outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as I know, you guys got paychecks the first lockdown, but is there not, there's not been any more no. payments? No. no One $1,200 payment uh, seven months ago. Yeah. yeah. And then there was obviously, there were oh some my. beefed up unemployment benefits, but also people's benefits are running well, out. So many people, yeah. yeah and so many yeah. people aren't able to even access that. Yeah, but that's the problem is, Katya, uh, and you probably you lost a bit of your Americanness by being in the UK. You have to pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps here. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, if you can't make it work, um, then, like, then honestly, you're expendable. Yeah, yeah. like if yeah. you can't work and you can't make it work, then this yeah. isn't going to work for us. It's, it's sort of the mentality yeah. here, and so, it sucks. I know. I, I mean, do feel that sometimes sucks, when I'm out fucked. there. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and I feel like yeah. we're already we're already seeing with the transition that's taking place now that it's like. You know, we we knew we were voting for scraps, but it's like the scraps are becoming apparent. We can't yeah. even get a, you know, it's like there are currently arguments going on to get Americans uh, $600 checks, maybe no if you're mm-hmm. fucking lucky. And that's yeah. what no the Biden way. administration has brought to the table yeah. thus far. While we're doing like a $700 billion defense fucking spending bill yeah of course and you think that's so classic and you look at the fucking numbers there's about 80 billion dollars of outstanding rent due in this country what if you just lopped that off and just said we're starting fucking over and you know this we need to rethink this but it's too which is too radical for people but that's not yeah yeah but but it's just never going to happen it really was this lure of like, yeah, we're going to do the right thing. Ah, yoinks, this is still America. We're just and somewhere blue hats, somewhere red hats. 
Let's get an Airbnb yeah. executive in the cabinet. Let's get Mr. Raytheon in here. Yeah. Let's but get he is a man of color, so get... try and look past that, which is like <sighs> the thing that they're doing, which is like, so even though we have a board member of Raytheon coming into the, the Secretary of Defense role, when most people are like, we need more civilian oversight of the military, not generals. Um they're, like the, a lot of the yeah. argument being pedals, like, well, it is the, you know, he's African-American man and blah, blah, blah. It's like, right. But you can't just what? say, you can't just use, a, like, you're just diversifying the look of oppression. That's all it is. Right. You're not actually, right. it's not real diversity. You're just diversifying the look of the system. But anyway, yeah. we digress. We've been talking <gasps> about lockdowns. Everyone's been saying lockdowns. Dr. Fauci has been talking about lockdowns, how they're fucking mm -hmm. effective. You know, we for all the love we send to New Zealand, they did a lockdown. Uh, mm -hmm. These other countries that are getting like in Asia, other places, lockdowns while also okay. looking after the people to be able to achieve the yeah. compliance. And also, you know, as a duty to your citizens to take care of them, they're doing those yeah. things. So Collective, we're like, imagine. Yeah. And we're like, oh, shit. OK, so Fauci saying that, yeah. Osterholm saying that. And Biden's out here campaigning on I'll listen to the scientists and if mm -hmm. they tell me to, and he himself in August said, if they told me to shut it down, when we might have to shut it down. Well, mm -hmm. cut to Biden is president and not doing anything that he said he would. Um, he's yeah. all these campaign promises. We're starting to see these people walk their comments back. Dr. Fauci is not saying no. that it's about lockdowns, that we can do more targeted. There's other ways to achieve it. But. Sir, in your capacity, when you were really trying to speak loudly with your chest about what is right, you said what is right. Dr. Ulsterholm did the same thing when he came mm -hmm. out and said we need to support workers and like actually shut it down to get control over it, not swamp our ICUs like we're doing right now. We have mm -hmm. to do this. But then he got contradicted by two people on Biden's team and he himself had to walk that fucking back. So mm -hmm. it's a very, very. I think predictable situation because yeah. the term lockdown um, is very scary to people in this country is specifically yeah. because the government is doing fuck all to make it work. You know, it's just being like, right. Most people just associate lockdown with no work, no money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the, on other places where it's like, yeah, no work, but we're going to handle your bills. Like, don't sweat that. Cause obviously right. like, we have no, a pandemic we're trying to fight. What are you talking about? We don't know options for recourse. No. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's so bleak and it and all you hear from leaders is like hang in there all we're asking you is to stay inside is to stay inside but i mean here that's not true it's like there yes you're being asked to stay inside but for so many people it's we're also asking you to just you know become poorer and poorer and at higher mm -hmm. risk and at higher risk and we're not going to do anything about it like right. it's yeah and the best they can do is like, should we lower health care costs for some people since the pandemic? Because like 14 million people lost their health insurance. Like, that's a question. Wait, that's, but that's the thing? Loads of people lost their health insurance? Oh, yeah. Well, through un being oh, unemployed. Oh, because they Oh, Yeah, because, you know, because this is, if you're not producing, you don't get health insurance here. Yeah, Those are kind of the rules. Yeah. And, and I mean, and the unhoused population is expectedly rising because there's been no yeah, meaningful course. freeze put on any evictions and landlords are still allowed to evict people as much as they want to. And so it's like you get these draconian, the, I was reading into the, like, specifics of how the latest LA lockdown was phrased and there was literally like a clause in it saying you know unhoused people are exempt from having to be inside and it's yeah, like yeah. fuck you like what Oosh. are you going to do to help people yeah don't oh, well, just we're, be we're like, not gonna okay, give them fine. tickets we're not gonna yeah we're not it's gonna like, fine you it's just like ugh. 
Wait, so people are given tickets out here if you're seen outside? Oh yeah, it's the same as. Uh, well, not no, not, yeah. not, not necessarily, but like if not you really, if you're having like a like, wild ass party or something, and it's like the police yeah. show up and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Sure, but it's yeah. not. There's no. There's really no way for any like any municipality to enforce a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we it ends had up it being. That, well, in our first lockdown, if people went for like a walk out in nature, but it was like way too far from their home, like say someone from England went. I don't know. There's a place called the Lake District. It's sort of like, it'd be like going from like LA to the Grand Canyon, probably not as mm-hmm. far, but it's like, but it's like, that's not LA. Count for that sure. as, right. Yeah, exactly. People would count that as like, oh, I'm doing my daily exercise. Um, mm-hmm. So then they would get tickets. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because like even in the UK, you know, like Boris Johnson has been going back and forth on what to do. And then it's like, yeah. well, there'll be a circuit breaker lockdown thing we'll do. And you know, mm-hmm. you're all going through the same thing to a lesser yeah. degree, but at least there is yeah. more stringent talk of like what to do. But it's this targeted approach thing. When you hear that, that's them saying we don't want to cut the fucking checks to support people. So we're going to yeah, do that's... this other thing that allows the corporate donor class to continue to make money because we also can't freak them out. And also, we don't want to say lockdown because then that invites right wing outrage, which uh, Democrats are it's like they're boogeyman. Like they they can't stand when yeah. Republicans don't like them. It's so fucked up. Wow. It's all it really is awful here, isn't it? I'm so sorry to hear this. It's, just, <laughs> it's such Honestly, it's such an eye opener to hear. Cause it's like you, you know, you just see things for your friends' Instagram or stuff, and it's like you hear every now and then like, you know, different things being shared, but it's like yeah. hearing it, you know, like this through um, for Zoom, it's yeah. just really eye-opening, like just how horrendous. Yeah, is. well, and it's just it's just revealing how awful and toxic and barbaric the culture is of governance and just American yeah. culture writ large. But, um, but on yeah. the on the bright side, there is like, uh, I mean, it, there's to look for bright side, like the mm. the I feel like the general consciousness around mutual aid and the interest in the collective in the yeah. US has just really I mean for skyrocketed. Sure. Yeah. Which That's which is the same in the UK as well. Like the way that totally. especially in London, people don't know their neighbors and now people starting to know their neighbors. Yeah. Like there my my grandmother actually, she lived through um well, she was evacuated during the war and she's still alive now. And she's saying about how this reminds her of that camaraderie during the war where it's just people look out for each other because it's kind of you just have to. Yeah, yeah, it's like it. That's what gives me comfort. It is, it is like general human nature to yeah. want to help each other, and it's yeah. truly like the pe- unfortunately the problem are the people who are in control. Yeah, because they're living a different reality. You know, like yeah. they're they're not yeah. in a situation where exactly. they are going to have to humble themselves and exactly. ask for help, or they'll always be okay, or extend a hand yeah. to someone else. They're they're surrounded by other people who are materially very comfortable, and so yeah. none of these things are going to reach them. So their understanding of it is abstract to the point that it's just it's just exacerbating all of their failures in general. So uh, stay tuned for more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is true. Like. I'm heartened to see, especially in a city like L.A., where I'm like, man, everybody's in their cars. Nobody gives a fuck about yeah. each other. Like, at least in New York, you're walking on the street, mm-hmm. ne- like near people you're and on a subway. Here, yeah. Like, hey, I'm walking here in New yeah. York. You're walking uh, here. 
But here we're driving here and ignoring each other. And you might not even know who the fuck anyone is. But I am Mm -hmm. there. It has been a lot of outpouring of support. Like, you know, my neighbors have like just they're putting like more things out for people. Like you can see in parts of the city where it's like, hey, we know the city might not be coming through with aid, but there's ways we can help with, you know, shelter or food or whatever. Or just refrigerators yeah, popping up. And that's another thing that's happening in the country of like these stocked refrigerators. The community, the community yeah. fridge is that's so that, nice. It's been really cool because it's now it's becoming like a city program as well as yeah. of like today. They're they're starting to, you know, widen the program. But it was started by regular people who yeah. really? were just like maintaining fridges because there has been such a such you know, there there was such a big issue with a uh, rising unhoused population here anyways. And food security, when, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like when that was exacerbated by the pandemic, it's like just regular people stepped up, and I'm glad I'm glad it's becoming a bigger program. I mean, do I think that the you know city and state government are going to take all the fucking credit? Of course they will, mm-hmm. but it it was a people driven project, and and now it's actually getting some funding and some some you know hopefully some financing behind it. I mean, I help. remember I remember when Mayor Garcetti's father, Gil Garcetti, actually thought this up. Uh, in the 90s and they just hadn't done it yet but that's that that's what i believe i think eric garcetti thought it up i would oh my god i'd snap that man over my fucking knee i I like how that that guy also can't he couldn't even get a cabinet position he was doing all this angling because you knew he wanted he was so horny for the fucking federal government and then they're like hey you want to be like some outside advisor groupie and he's like, oh, imagine simping that hard and having everyone in your city absolutely hate you and then still accomplish nothing. Like he's yeah. just truly the biggest loser of all time. All right. Um, all right. So one thing I do want to just touch on, too, is, uh, you know, this culture of, you know, like I can't be stopped no matter what in a pandemic, because <laughs> I think that's prevalent. I think in every country uh, there's mm-hmm. a level of denial that I think people experience because mm-hmm. it's it's a very shitty world to think like. I'm in a situation where I'm basically very out of control of many different mm-hmm. things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of that ways that's manifested, I think, is in like these people who vacation a lot despite the pandemic. Like I I mm-hmm. see this on my own feeds at time to time from wow. time to time. I'm like you're mm-hmm. in Mexico right now. Like you got on a plane and went to fucking Cabo right mm-hmm. now when. Yeah. Okay. That That's happened a lot weird. in the summer in the UK. I, I knew a lot of people that went to Spain and um, I actually uh, went to Norway because my friend got married during the pandemic and she just said, well, it's now or never. But Nor- Norway was very like, it was totally, well, it was like much, much better than anywhere else. And that was the weirdest situation was being in Norway. I'm Norwegian. I speak Norwegian. The minute I told them I'd come from the UK, suddenly I was like, yeah everyone ran away from me (laughs) dodged out the way um and and um but i was just there for a week or so but that was yeah the odd thing um once i got there i felt really sick and i was just like oh my god i've gotten sick again off the flight (laughs) but fortunately i was fine um but yeah that was a thing in, in the summer there was just that like you say like that denial where everyone was just like i think we'll be fine it's kind of the summer now you know everyone's healthier in the summer um, right, it just means this. It's warmer like, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My full body yeah. chills are still happening. But like, yeah, it's this sort of like it's also this like I've never been told no crowd too. That is 100%. what we're seeing. Really, it's yeah. like these are people who have never heard the word no yeah. and 
have never been told they are not allowed to go somewhere. So yeah. there's this group. It's got like 5,000 followers um, on, on Facebook. And it's like this COVID travelers group is what it's called. No and it's for people to basically no! avoid persecution for just chasing good vibes during no. bummer times. Um <laughs> This, so, oh, th- like, no. in this Daily Beast article, they're saying, but there is, quote, nothing safe about this space. Instead, its members are looking for ways to circumvent public health protocols or avoid them altogether. Members have suggested uh, bribing doctors for fake vaccine certificates and forging <gasps> doctor's notes to avoid wearing a mask. One recently compared face coverings to the stars Jewish people were forced to wear during the Holocaust. Um, <gasps> and they also just God. trade tips on, like, where you can go without having to wear a mask. Like one user wrote, quote, I just arrived in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. The place is full of life and easygoing. No masks if you don't want to wear one. Get out of Europe before you get infected with fear 2020. The thing that really shocked me was when the pandemic was going and I find American media, like when I was still out in LA, my friend's dad was listening to the news constantly and I found it so... um, terrifying just constantly <laughs> here uh, but it was also as everything was developing you know just mm-hmm. as we were finding everything out and it wasn't until I got to the UK and hearing just the BBC compared to um, the American media it was just such so different like I left LA everyone was wearing face masks in the airport I got to the UK I was the only person wearing a face mask in the airport and people and it was then in the UK where people were um, only allowed to wear masks if you had the virus so it's just so interesting just how the the fear in the US news was so much more than in the UK. Um, yeah. Right. Or but then on the other side too there are people being like don't worry it's a hoax. So it's like Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Where the, the fuck the are we? The polls are pulled. Is this it, hell? The, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. I th- it's, I mean it's like truly if they're not going to give us another check the least the Biden administration can do is just like blow up every Facebook server on the fucking planet. Like what? Right. What the, the a fa- a story with a Facebook group never ever. When has it ever ended well? Never. No. No. Never. I mean, people have had to do full podcast deep dive investigations. Oh yeah, this is a plan. comical use of air horn. I mean, this genius is- use of air horn. <laughs> air horn. Uh, I mean, you check it out. It's my ear in Mensa. By it's Jamie just. Loftus. It it does blow my mind though because it's just like Facebook is just a place where uh, parents get radicalized. Like yeah. that is that is its or function at this. Just point. for selfish dickheads to trade tips. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Ultimately, you can zoom out, and it's always just like a place for selfish dickheads. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll oh. figure they 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 sort of go off into their corners, whatever specific version of dickheadery um, it did is. Did you say selfish dickheads, Miles? I think you meant rugged individualists. That's so. actually <laughs> that's what I was your right. language. That was the thing that I was trying to say. It was like the American media was so terrifying, but my friend in LA still kept going. I just need to live my life. Like I just need yeah. to keep. Like, why can I not live my life? And it's just like, are what? you freaking kidding me? It ideas. really made me aware so of like, Stefani the selfish song? friends. <laughs> it really, Let yeah, me it... live my life. It's my life. I'm oh, that on one. <laughs> uh, sure. Like, do you, Ma? But like, it is, I mean, I think it's all levels of how much you want to avoid acknowledging the collective pain our world is experiencing at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, and how yeah. willing you are to engage with that and feel empathy and sorrow and wanting to envision something better. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they t- spoke to this guy who started, he's this German dude who has like a boat that's like named Stateless in Germany. And he's like this very, you know, what you can imagine a guy who started a Facebook group for people to trade, you know, underhanded COVID travel tips. He's, he calls it, quote, it's a safe space for those people who are bullied in the mainstream. And I don't think it's dangerous. I think freedom of speech is much more important than dangerous effects evolving from it. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, uh, like, that's a lot of words. It's a lot later of words on, in a row. He posted in like the group. He's like, I just spoke to somebody in the Daily Beast uh, and was saying that this is going to be quote a great propaganda piece, and that the journalist quote was not very happy about this safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. you can say one thing and mean the other, but it's interesting. Even in this group, they're not even stoked about the prospect of a fucking vaccine, which I think indicates further that this is just about some. My fucking selfish dickheadery sovereign citizen, you can't control me, government. Shit, I then like, like safety. Yeah, you know, it's 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 something new. It's something I'm trying That's out. Nice. Ever <laughs> since nice. Nigella Lawson hit it big with micro wave. Yeah, uh, I feel like I need I need my own take. Um, but yeah, like the, and this other in the group, they did a post being like, how how would you feel like if there was a vaccine required for travel, like for travel. Like almost 200 people responded and the answers were things like, quote, hire a private jet, bribe anyone to give me the pass, visit a doctor in the third world with a fistful of good looking cash, Uh, create an internal group to document where and how to get a vaccine without actually getting it. And people who are like on the side of even somewhat reasonable logic are like, yeah, but if you have it, then you won't get sick. Like, what about that, though? There is a benefit to getting inoculated against something like this. People are just getting shut down. Uh, un- like one of the women in the group was pleading with members to not go to Australia uh, without a vaccine. Like, please, like, just don't do it. Like, it's it, it only makes sense just for everyone. This person was called, quote, a proud North Korean and was informed that we will not get back our freedom and liberty by complying with a fascist regime. What does that even? What? what does that even mean? Like that's so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, shut it down. Shut it yeah, down. Yeah. Shut shut the whole fucking thing down, please. Facebook Bind groups in. are not serving anybody. Come on. This is the no. least they can do. That's that's a half measure uh, from the Biden administration that I would be perfectly fine. I'm with. like, it's incremental as fuck, but at least it's something that was on the list of things I'd like to get done. So. Right. Right. I think there like, are higher okay. priority things, but sure. Okay. At least you did that. But okay, if you do one thing, I would honestly be shocked. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, meet my uh, president of the treasury, Jamie Jamie Diamond from Chase Bank or some shit. Uh. Anyway, I mean, it's not going to be, but you know, you can see it. I mean, there's there's plenty of lobbyist swamp tings. There's so much. I saw, I, saw a, I saw a clickbait piece that was like, do you think a woman could run the VA? And I'm like, well, if she's if if she's evil, probably she could. Yeah, you know, it's just oh, it's so. She's a ghoulish capitalist who's willing to undercut the benefits for veterans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could be any. It could honestly could be a fucking robot. Working uh, on that story right now. There's that's plenty, just saying. Last like, we found plenty of women who are willing to screw over veterans. So don't right. worry about it. They're like, but diversity. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna vote against a woman? It's like, no, you're just diversifying the fa- the face of oppression. That's all you're yeah. doing. It's not a diff- It's not progress. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and take shots at Disneyland. And we're back, and Disneyland. I mean, 
our Disney World, rather, uh, because we live in a fascist state of California where they're doing things <laughs> like not allowing Disneyland to open despite the pleas of all the annual pass holders at the gates in Anaheim, which is the cringiest <laughs> shit you've ever seen. Oh, my God. The, the most embarrassing. I enjoy Disneyland, but that was the most embarrassing protests I've ever seen in my life. Like, There's a bunch of dads in goofy ears being like, come on. I'm bring so back the magic. Okay. Bring back the magic. And you're like, Ugh. <laughs> like we need sir, to regress you are 50 here. 50 years old. Yeah. So um, Disney World, on the other hand, in the great sunshine state of Florida, headed up by Governor Ron DeSantis, they, um, they've been actually expanding their guest capacity. So they were going at 25%. And I think we remember when Disneyland opened, there's like that viral moment where like though like one of these women was like experiencing cold symptoms and they're like, mm -hmm. I think this woman has COVID and is at Disney World without a mask. Um, that was sort of our first sort of insights into what this place looked like. And it was very oh. creepy. They've Along with now. that commercial, too, that was like, welcome yeah. back to the magic. And you're, it just looked like hell. Yeah, it's like, okay, the magic of denial, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the magic yeah. of dissociation. Yeah, seriously. And mm -hmm. um, now that like the things are increasing, people are sort of like, uh, that's not the best thing. I mean, like the state of Florida is currently like getting completely thrashed by COVID as well. But yeah. um, last week, all four of Disney World's parks reached capacity. Like enough people were like, Yo, we're down with this shit, and they're letting us in. That every time they're like, "Hey, we're at capacity, no more," uh, which is very frightening. Um, and a lot of people, again, you got people congregating uh, in a theme park. You know, it's like, are they wearing masks? We don't really know what's really happening in here. It turns out that um, even though like it might not be safe, Disney's really going all in on making things look safe, uh, even mm -hmm. if it isn't. So. <laughs> If guests aren't wearing masks on rides, the park has been digitally adding masks to their photo pass pictures. So like if no. you're on Splash Mountain or whatever, any of those rides where like you get the <laughs> ah photo, if oh you don't have a God. mask on, they've been digitally adding adding the fucking masks you're to the faces and they're kidding. so they're so archaic. It's like <laughs> it looks like how you do it in like if there was like a iPhone app that was just like mask app, like drag a mask oh over anyone's God. face. That's what they oh, have. They're, make, they're making in, their like employees who are putting themselves in an unsafe position in the first place to have to go back to work. They're making people do that. Yeah, well, because first that they're making they would be like do that. They're saying we can't actually give you your photo um, if you because you weren't wearing a mask on it. And they were no first way. denying people the photos for not having a mask on they're because it was proof it. that I Disneyland doesn't give a fuck. Also, Disney like World, some of these Disney me. rides where mm -hmm. you get like splashed water in the face, like the idea of breathing a wet mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why would oh. you put yourself through that? Or just like, you know, the act of being on a roller coaster where you're like, <laughs> like yeah. having that. Like covered. someone in the front is yelling and you're like <laughs> inhaling their scream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, whatever. I mean, look, That's Kaji, so, I mean, you're, you're missing the not... point here. It's about the magic, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they're not. I guess this is where <laughs> it gets kind of in the weeds on like mask rules, because I know that Florida doesn't have good policies. But like when you're on like Disney property, can't they just say you have to? Yeah, like, absolutely. Can you? Yeah. Absolutely. Then, then how are how is this happening? Because they're also, you know, they're 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 
a capitalist enterprise. So like it behooves you to not upset anyone and just be like, I don't know, man, as long as that till is, has money popping mm-hmm. off in it, I don't give a fuck what people are doing here. And they really yeah. don't because they're no. so yeah. secretive, right? Disney's so like, you're not going to know how fucked up it is here. I mean, cause they've mm-hmm. said no outbreaks have been traced um, to like That's any of the Disney impossible. parks, but yeah. there's like no comprehensive contract contact tracing. So I don't know how you would have done it anyway. So it's it's hard to say like what has happened. And Disney's also declined on many occasions to say how many of their employees have tested positive um, mm-hmm. since the resort reopened. They're just like, oh, it's minimal. They, this is one of the people who is the uh, representatives of like the employees said, quote, we've had very few and none as far as we can tell uh, have been from work related exposure. Well, that's and 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 on top of that, like I I don't know. I mean, I just genuinely don't know this information. But like, if you do have COVID, does the company take care of you, or would it behoove you to not tell your employer if you think you might have COVID and right. go into work anyways? Because I feel like that is such a huge source of spread is people who are not getting any support from the government and may not be getting support from their place of work if they do get sick. So then you know it's like they still have to pay their rent because there's blah 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 blah. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's no, just, but this Auntie is Jamie's how spiraling again. No, but Auntie Jamie <laughs> is looking into Sauron's shitty eye of how the system works. And like th- they've done this shit before, like in Anaheim at Disneyland in 1999, a park goer was struck by like a flying piece of metal and killed like kill. Well, they were killed what? by a Yes, this happened at the park and Disneyland called the fucking paramedics, but not the police. And they cleaned up the fucking mess. And the par- the police Baby. only found out because the paramedics were like, yo, um, we just picked up a fatality here over at oh Disneyland. And they're like, what? They didn't call us. And they got there and they're like, what happened? They're like, oh, we cleaned it up. And they're like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. Like we needed to invest. Uh-huh. Oh my God. And technically it's not illegal what they did, but that just shows you the culture of like, just fucking clean it up, man. Don't fucking tell me about it. Don't yeah. call fucking cops. We can't shut get shut down. Shut up, you fucking snitch. What the fuck are you doing? Fuck. Um, and I'll, so, I'll just, yeah. So what a treat. That. What a treat. Um, and just uh, one last treat I want to go out on actually is just Jamie and I, we were talking about what it was like to work at Playboy back in the day. And <laughs> uh, I don't know if this was on oh mic. We did this, but we, we worked at Playboy. We actually worked there at the same time this. and weren't even friends. It's a shame. Although I did I know. I knew of you because everyone was saying she's a comedian. And I was like, what? There's someone funny here? Get away from no me, one, Matt Shirley. No one um, talked to me. Yeah, we should have been friends at Playboy. No one yeah. talked to me. It was just me well, you were in a weird part of the there. office. It was a weird time. Uh, the country was, or the, the company was having a bit of trouble figuring out their the toxic identity. The, the non-nude age. Yeah. Uh, and were you guys every, like at Hefner's house or? Uh, we got to go to the mansion for like a staff party once. You got to go. I didn't. Go. I oh, you didn't go. Got to go. Yeah. Did I tell you? I got you terribly when... drunk and walked into a glass wall. My <laughs> sister snuck into uh, Hugh Hefner's house on um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, and met his That's son, true. and they were just hanging out. Connor. <laughs> um, or whatever was sure that guy's name? Oh, the wait, dude who's the, like running the... it. Yeah, if it wasn't Connor, he's like roughly he had the our energy age, of a little Connor. bit. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. the one running he's, it now. He's on a, He was the guy that stole my cake when he was on a Segway. It was like the day that I oh. got laid off, and my boss was like, "Here's a cake," because I got laid off on my birthday, and they got me a birthday slash goodbye cake that was really depressing. And then oh. Hugh Hefner's son rolled in on his Segway. Obviously, mm. like I had no idea who I was, and he was just like, yeah. "Hey, what's the whose birthday is it?" Can I have a piece of cake? And he just rolled away. And then he fell. So it's good. 
taken off with your cake and your health insurance. Uh, I, but yeah, <laughs> there. So the the reason I bring it up is because every like six, th- three to six months, the online store, the Playboy magazine online store, would just have a free for all of shit nobody wanted, and the staff could go and like pick from the bones of like the online store and get like a t shirt or beer cozies or high heeled sneakers. In Jamie's case, that she <laughs> yep. so lovingly took. Um, but I just want to just I just point this out because the State Department had a holiday party uh, on Tuesday or super spreader event, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I just want to point out what the gift bags were at this State Department holiday party. Quote, this is from the Washington Post reporting of this State Department party. Amid the poinsettias, chandeliers, and meticulously decorated Christmas trees, children on Tuesday night received Be Best branded swag, such as backpacks, Frisbees and water bottles from First Lady Melania Trump's signature anti-bullying and wellness initiative. The State Department has a stockpile of Be Best merchandise that is often handed out when the First Lady travels abroad. In the absence of a second Trump term, officials need to find a home for the surplus gear, one official said. The official said, quote, it's time to get rid of the leftovers. (laughs) That does sound like a Playboy giveaway. Yeah, we're just like, like hey, well, this is the worst. This is a bad it. idea. Come and um, get it. We got it here. Oh, but yeah. my friend. What a treat. My friend was like um, asking me if I had any tattoos. And I was like, I change my mind so often. I was like, I'd be one of those people that would get a Playboy like tattoo and regret <laughs> it. And when I said that, her boyfriend pulled up his sleeve and he had a bit Playboy <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> Like ah, I'm sure yours is great. I mean, it's uh, it's no, the most recognized logo in the, on Earth. It. It's the most recognized <laughs> logo on Earth. So I love no matter where you go. Reveal, when someone has an embarrassing tattoo that is also very large, there's almost nothing funnier in the world. I like ran into my high school boyfriend. This sounds fake, but it was real. I ran into one of uh, my my first high school boyfriend um, a couple years after he had dumped me for the saxophone. Oh. Uh, Ugh. And sounds like um, Whiplash, that movie, except <laughs> Sounds like that no movie, drugs. This Christmas. <laughs> he left you for his music career? <laughs> he did He did leave me <laughs> for jazz. Was he Quentin jazz. Senior? Okay. It was Quentin Senior. He left me for, for jazz. Um, and, but then I saw him a couple years later, and he had a huge tattoo of Foghorn Leghorn on his bicep. And he was like, my uncle got it, too. It was a little thing me and my uncle did. He had a huge uh, I said, I said, I said, I said, uh, what the fuck? You got a foghorn <laughs> leghorn tattoo? Yes, I swear to God. He had a huge foghorn leghorn tattoo. And then it was like, it was, it was great for me. Cause I was like, well, this, this breakup. Yeah, like validation, validation. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. A huge fog, like just someone just that. Out of nostalgia? You put, your, you put your mouth on this person. And then now they have a foghorn yeah. leghorn tattoo. I don't know. Oh. Haunts me. I just Googled foghorn leghorn. Now I get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not okay. Just an odd it's one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, what can you do? Uh but you know, let's 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 move on to nicer things. Uh and with that, Katya, the nicer thing is thanking you for joining us on this magical oh, journey so much. today. Thanking you guys. And I'm hoping that you recover swiftly and I know things oh, are still lingering you. and it's really it's I know it's, yeah, it's I, tough. I but, kept yeah. trying to hide my cough. I just would like turn my head <laughs> Oh yeah, don't worry. That's yeah. I'm Thoughts and prayers, real ones, real ones, (laughs) the real ones, the real kinds. Uh, Katya, where can people find you and follow you? And what's the tweet that you like? 
Um, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook uh, at Katia Kvenge, K-A-T-I-A-K-V-A-N-G-E. <laughs> I often have to spell it. Um, it's like sometimes in the UK I have to do it phonetically, like K for Kilo, V for Victor, I for Indigo, oh, N right. for November, G for Golf, E for Echo. In America they're like, what? N for Nancy, not November. <laughs> yeah, Indigo? What the fuck yeah, was that? That's yeah. a very classy spell up. Yeah. yeah. What's, why, what do you guys do I for in the US? Oh, I for... I, I don't know. For Iowa? well, if we're using the NATO alphabet, I think is what it's called. G for God. I think e it's for India. Everybody. <laughs> G for gun. I think it's my India. Mom, yeah. My mom used to. Oh do, yeah, India. My mom used to do L O F as in Frank, T U S as in Sam. That was like how she would, which is kind uh, of icky. Sierra. Just, yeah. Tango, ta- tango, oh, uniform, yeah, yeah. Victor, whiskey, X-ray. Mm-hmm. I remember being like so like I had a kid's almanac that had that as a fact and I was like, oh shit, now I know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I'll impress my vet teacher, my veteran <laughs> teacher, and he'll be like, okay, cool, kid. Uh, is there a tweet that you're liking? Um, yeah, I saw <laughs> um I just well, actually it's more on Instagram. Can I do that? Or yeah, absolutely. Do I need to tweet? No, um, no, so it's not tied to any, account- any social media. <laughs> I just followed this account that was called Influencers in the Wild, which oh, yeah. is now the joy of my life. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so funny. It was this guy, he's out in a field and he finds this um sorry, this must be so annotating me laughing and I haven't <laughs> even said what it is. But um he finds like what looks like a corn dog and it's like this natural <laughs> plant and he bites into it as if it's a corn dog and it's just like the amount of like whatever like fluff from this plant comes out of his mouth like it's literally like he's like burning like fire from this i don't know sorry that's probably one of those i should have seen it but there's this other one where this it's this girl um she's some famous tiktok tiktok star or something and so the video is of these fans that approach her going like, hey, can we get a picture? And she's like, yeah, but wait, let me do my TikTok. So they're all stood in a huddle watching her as she's like doing all the like TikTok sexy dance moves. And it's just kind of like the the lack of self-awareness that these people have is <laughs> yeah. so funny. Especially uh, like that was, it was really wild during the uprisings, that account, because they oh, were, I remember oh, they were yeah. putting people on blast where, you know, all the Black Lives Matter protests that were happening, like a lot of influencer scumbag people were just sort of like up in it for the photo. Yeah. And then yeah. like leaving or being like, I'm helping to clean up <gasps> the broken property. Or they property. would like show up drunk or like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was all, that was bad. They were getting bad, exposed. Bad. But yeah, so that was like the Kendall Jenner else. holding up the Black Lives Matter. And then you see in the shadow, she's not even got a sign. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. You know. Well, you know, so they they got the Disneyland treatment is what we call that. And just dumping <laughs> yeah. in some photoshoppery. Uh Jamais, oh, right, where can yeah. people find you, follow you? What's the tweet? You uh like? you can you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, uh or Instagram Jamie Christ Superstar. Listen to Lolita Podcast. Um oh and um, uh, the Bechtel cast is doing a fundraiser with uh, Danielle Perez, Grace Thomas, and Joelle Monique on uh, this Sunday night. We're doing a uh, a broadcast live reading of the Santa Claus. Um, so, and we're we'll raising money for reclaiming and rebuilding communities. So, check that out. And the tweet is going to be from my friend Devin Manny, who is also an amazing artist. 
He tweeted a screenshot that um, revealed the news that Ellen DeGeneres tests positive for COVID-19, halts talk show production until January. He captions it, and people say working for Ellen isn't a positive experience, SMDH, (laughs) uh, because she (laughs) made me laugh. Um, That's all. Um, you uh, some tweets I like. One's from uh, Billy Wayne Davis at Billy Wayne Davis. He's saying, "Yo, stupids! Elon and Rogan just moved their quote official residences to Texas. They still do business and have homes in California. They didn't fucking move. They bought a house to save money on taxes. Something about ninety five percent of their fans can't do. I would say ninety nine percent of most people yeah. can't do. Um, yeah, I don't think many people will find themselves in a situation of like, should I just buy a house there to save money on taxes? That's a fucking another level of uh, just hoarding your wealth uh, that people need to be a little more aware of. Uh, another yeah. tweet I like is from uh, actually you, Jamie. Um, you are quote tweeting an article from Discussing Film that says Christopher Nolan is a huge fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. I've got a very soft spot for Tokyo Drift, actually. And you tweet, Jamie, this man does a heel turn three times a week. Um, yeah, it really is. This. Everyone, And then you say, everyone in the comments yelling at me for wrestling vocabulary, get a life. Oh, my God. Yeah, who know, whatever. Sorry, this is. it was a face turn. It was a face turn. Whatever. Was like, oh, Jamie hates Tokyo Drift. Obviously, I don't hate Tokyo Drift. I'm not a fool. But also, who cares? You know, really. Yeah. It, it, if someone doesn't like a thing you like, that doesn't make you stupid. Um, because I know that's the insecurity we all feel if someone's like, I don't like that thing. You're like, what, you think I'm stupid then? You're like, no, I'm just (laughs) just a different person with you who had a completely different life experience and my tastes are slightly different. But you can do whatever you want as long as it's not some hateful, racist shit. Uh, Another tweet I like is from Tanya uh, Golash Boza, at Tanya Boza. Uh, She tweeted, my teen daughter just asked me if Latinx is a race or ethnicity. I told her to read chapter seven of my book, Race and Racisms, so we can have an informed discussion. <laughs> Loving that. Uh, shout out to uh, everybody else uh, out there listening. Uh, just so you know, the daily... Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray, in case you're wondering, and also the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. You can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Uh, Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio, so for more you know, content, check out the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and also, we've got a website, Facebook fan site. Website is dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post the episodes and the footnotes. Footnotes. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, where we have the footnotes and the song we write out on. The song we are about to write out on is from uh, Shamana. And it's called SoundCloud. It's just got a blown out SoundCloud beat, and it's just basically a grimy remix. Uh, But it's just got, I don't know, it feels like SoundCloud, and it also kind of goes. So, you know, slap this in your car into the weekend. Uh, SoundCloud by Shamana. All right, until then, we'll see you later for some trends. Bye. Bye. I've been getting money, I ain't worried about what you do.